Hey everybody, welcome back to Unredacted with Kurt Schleicher, the exclusive Town Hall VIP podcast just for you, just for you folks who have gone and made the commitment to help Town Hall keep bringing you the conservative good stuff, and I appreciate it. I love it. And here's a secret. Tell your friends, use the promo code KURT, K-U-R-T, boom! You get cheaper, you get faster, everything, everything works out, everything's better. You know, people love you. Uh, you won't be hated. You won't die a loser virgin like the guys who write at the bulwark. You, you, you will, you will prevail. Use the promo code Kurt for for Town Hall VIP. But you guys are here. You guys are ready. Let's talk. Let's share our feelings openly and without restraint and without the the fetters that are FCC compliance rules. So I can say shit and ass and Bill Crystal and all sorts of other obscenities and profanities. I can say whatever I want to say, and I'm damn well going to. We got so much stuff to talk about. We had a Democrat debate that was, um, well, it was <laughs> it was a masterful debate. It was a giant circle of Democrat onanism. We're going to talk about that. I want to talk to you about uh, uh, the new Star Wars because... And here's a shock. I have absolutely no interest in seeing it. Hey, by the way, do you care who Kevin Costner voted for? You're going to find out. We got so much stuff. Hey, the Army has figured out that its own cadets aren't making white supremacist power signs of evilnessness on TV. And uh, we, we need to talk about that. We need to talk about my Afghanistan column uh, in Town Hall, and that was on the 19th. Of December, very popular. It was called Get the Hell Out of Afghanistan. And that's only because I wasn't allowed to put Get the Fuck Out of Afghanistan. But, but, you know, you get the sentiment. We need to get out of Afghanistan. So let's just kind of, let's start with Star Wars. Who gives a shit? I mean, I don't care. I've seen every Star Wars in the theater. I saw the first Star Wars. I saw a second. I saw the one with uh, Ewoks, which was kind of, you know, stupid. But, you know, there it is. And then I then I saw the sequels. And I'm like, Jar Jar, what the hell is that shit? Me so horny. No, no, no. That's just, no. That That's just wrong. You know, you know what liven it up? Two live crew and Star Wars. Me so horny. Me so horny. Me Jedi long time. That just happened, folks. I want you to know that just happened. That just occurred there. I, I, I did a mashup of two live crew and Jar Jar Binks, and it was pretty freaking incredible. You are witnesses to what's going on here. The magic I'm making on Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter. Uh, the the non FCC compliant magic. Um, <laughs> me so horny, me so horny, me Jedi long time. Okay, now I'm getting all this uh, Yoda porn in my head. Did you see a report? I, that, that, it, it, lately, um, there a lot of conservatives have been coming out against pornography, which. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody should be like for pornography. You should go out, and if you're a dude, you should get a chick, and you should like bone. Uh, and if you're a, a gal, you should find a man, or you know, I mean, if you're a lesbian, but only a hot one, because I don't want to hear about ugly ones. It, 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 you know, and you, you should get, and you should actually have sex with another human being. Um, this again does not apply to people who used to work at the Weekly Standard and currently work at the Bulwark. I mean, that's just—I mean, talk about great expectations. Like they could get checks. Um, 
You know, porn was invented for people like that. They they sign on to uh, naughty cheerleaders dot com, and uh, they consider that scoring. So ahoy, you cruise shilling hack pieces of shit. Anyway, so there's a lot of conservatives were coming out and saying, you know, porn's bad. Okay, I think we agree it's bad. It kind of you know messes with your mind and kind of makes you think that a beautiful and sexy, sexy life of sexiness. It just becomes something dirty and onanistic and, you know, kind of like the media. But, but a lot of conservatives now want to ban it. And I just, I, I, I can't get behind banning anything. And I'm a little ticked at the president, I say. You know, I'm a Trump supporter. But this uh, giant spending bill, that's bad enough. There's a lot of garbage in there. But raising a smoking age to 21, I have a better idea. How about we insist younger people be adults? How about we insist that young people not be turned into perma children that they don't get their they don't get their health care paid for till they're 26 that they uh you know can buy a gun or a bottle of booze or whatever at 18 let's create a bright line if you're an american citizen and you can vote and you can defend our country when you're 18 you damn well do whatever the hell you please uh so i am not down with the banning pornography stuff um basically because I, I just don't think we should tell our people what to do. No, it doesn't mean I lie. No, it doesn't mean I think it's a good thing. What it means is I think that we, as conservatives, should not be telling people what to do. That's liberals' jobs. And that's, you know, just, I, I, so I disagree with some important voices who I usually agree with and some others who really I, I find pretty damn tiresome. Uh, and they know who they are. So anyway, back to Star Wars before we got off on the masturbation tangent. Speaking of masturbation, Star Wars. What the hell is the new Star Wars? Okay, you got this... Here, here's what I object to. Magic Girl. All right, Girl Power Star Wars is bad enough. I hate... There, there's nothing I hate more than empowerment. and it, because, because it's a giant lie. Really, Okay. Chicks don't need to be lied to. He said, he said chicks. And we got to talk about J.K. Rowling. We'll get to her. He said chicks. He's bad. He's mean. Um. Okay. I, I, I had I had female soldiers in the army. Worked with them. And uh, here's here's a fact. Here's a fun fact. A hundred pound woman is always going to lose in a fight with a 180-pound man. It is always going to happen, no matter how magical she is, no matter how hard she believes in herself, no matter how much she's told she can have it all, no matter how much she dreams big, she's going to get her ass kicked against a guy who's 180 pounds. Are you, what about what about Ronda Rousey or whoever the MMA girl was? What about her? Yo, what about her? It's just her. There's things called exceptions. There's also things called general rules. Adult men and women understand the freaking difference between somebody who is a statistical anomaly and everybody else. And I find it tiresome. And, and you know, in the little poster, she has this grim look like she's out there. She's, she's going to make something happen because she's very determined. And it reminds me of Greta Thunberg. And pretty soon I have a feeling she's going to come into my house and tell me, you can't eat meat because of your carbon footprint. And, uh, of course, the girl who plays her, whose name escapes me, because she's, I don't think she's hot, so I don't pay a lot of attention. Um, she doesn't like Trump. Surprise! 
She doesn't like Trump. I think it's important when you're wanting a movie to be popular, you go out there and you piss off about half your potential audience. All right. I, I just, you know, now there are exceptions to that. I mean, you know, uh, international star stage and screen superstar Nick Searcy pisses people off. He still gets hired and I still love him. And a lot of people still love him. Uh, and there are a lot of movie stars who are liberals and I, I don't mind. You be whatever you want to be. I don't care. Um, as long as you're not some sort of uh, sexually defective never-Trumper, then I care, and I don't want you in my neighborhood, and take your van and go, um, and stop telling kids, I got puppies and candy in here, and we hate Trump, too! Just, no, I hate I never Trump. Ah! You know, anyway. Oh, where was it? a Star Wars? Okay, and what's the point of Star Wars? Did You, you saw the last one, and uh, Luke dies, and I don't care, because... Mark Hamill's a, a damn commie. And again, he's he's another one who annoys me. Uh, it was funny this week. J.K. Rowling, who is the one responsible for the only book that most of the millennials have ever read, which are the Harry Potter books, um, she, uh, you know, apparently denied science or committed heresy or something because she said, well, there's men and then there's women and you know it's okay to say that and apparently it's not okay to say that in whatever freaky world she lives in and mark hamill kind of uh he like liked her tweet or something and then a bunch of um you know weird trans mutant people loving weirdness people just you know the, the whole the whole freak show element um comes down and they say, uh, you know, you can't, you can't say that you're evil, you're bad. And he's like, oh no, oh no. Yeah. You know how conservatives feel about trans people, right? We, we don't care. I mean, if you are, if you've got problems where you're like, I, I really feel that my identity is the other gender. Okay, I don't want to add to your problems, man. I feel bad for you. I, I, I hope you can find a. You know, obviously, uh, most people are not going to do that unless they are driven to do it. And it's got to be painful and it's got to be traumatic. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And I certainly don't want to add to their pain. On the other hand, I'm not going to freaking lie to make you feel better because it's not really to make them feel better. It's uh, to exercise power. When somebody says, you must say that a man can menstruate and become pregnant, they're not doing it because they think a man can menstruate and become pregnant. Everybody knows they can't. That's just stupid. They're doing it because they want to force you to comply. They want you to submit. And my feeling about submitting to lunatics is, fuck you, I'll do what I damn well please all the time. And you, if you want to stop me, you better come with guns. Because I'm going to do it. You will never become a woman if you're a man. You can cut off your penis. You can you throw a bunch of drugs on in yourself. You can just mutilate your body, chemically destroy yourself. Still a man, just not a very healthy one. No, it's not doing these people a favor to lie. Now, I, I don't think you go out of your way to mess with them. Look, a okay, you know, guy has a problem, man. You look, I really feel like a woman. I'm going to dress like a woman. Is that cool? I'm not going to mess with you. I can't, I, uh, on the other hand, you're not going to mess with me. You're not going to go, well, I, 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 I feel like a woman. And not only do I feel like a woman, I demand you pretend I'm one and that you lie so I feel better. Well, yeah, I'll help you out. You need a couple bucks. I'll call you an Uber. You know, you want to go get a drink? That's fine. I hope you out. But I'm not going to lie for you. I'm not going to submit. I'm not going to give in. Screw that. <clears throat> so anyway, we've gotten through masturbation, 
transsexuals and Star Wars, which I think is, you know, I think that's a pretty good, you know, I, I mean, they all tie in together. Anyway, not going to see a new Star Wars because I'm not sure really what the heck could go. And Adam Driver always looks like he's about to cry. I can't even deal. So anyway, is Darth Vader coming back? I don't know. Just, no one tells me anything. Send me all the spoilers you want. Come on on Twitter and just, hey, Kurt, here's a spoiler about Star Trek or Star Wars. Uh, you know, Yoda's been banging Princess Leia. You know, what? Is that? God, I called that. Oh, wait, they have Princess Leia on it. She's like dead. That's weird. Okay. I, I'm just not down with it. I just think that's like not a good thing. You know, let, let people who have passed on to their reward rest in peace. Don't be like stealing their imagery and stuff forever that's i find that creepy speaking of creepy remember uh remember kevin costner uh ask your dad about him because back in uh back in the day which is about 30 years ago he was a big superstar kevin costner um uh was the star of uh, a lot of uh movies he's a big leading man people thought he was actually conservative he's in things like uh dances with wolves and now he's dancing with parody uh, turns out he's not that conservative anymore he uh, cnn tormented uh, thousands of airline travelers teased them with the question because this cnn story news story and i don't i know you can't see the uh, the the quotation marks around news but you know, a news story who will kevin costner support in 2020 and of course you know i see this on twitter and i'm thinking well i give a shit i don't i, I don't give a shit kevin kevin freaking costner <laughs> who's ernest borgnine gonna support in 68 you know i don't give a shit um it turns out it's pete Buttigieg. Okay, Pete Buttigieg. I like saying that. Buttigieg. 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 Uh, it's just like, and you look at that, that. That's like the whole story. Kevin Costner will throw his support behind Pete Buttigieg. There's your story. That's it. Who, what, where, when, and why, and how? Little news analysis. He's uh. He's supporting Pete Buttigieg. This is um, this is news. You know, who's Taylor Swift supporting? Because I want to know. By the way, we got to talk about cats. Because um, I think Taylor Swift's in cats, as far as I know. And I'm not really sure. I'm not even sure who Taylor Swift is. Who the hell is Taylor Swift? I mean, I, I, mean, I know who she is. She's a singer. And I've seen her. And... She's like the most generic chick I've ever seen. If you were going to go average girl, it would be Taylor Swift. And I don't think she's a particularly good singer. And she's, her music is boring and silly in the random and odd times I've heard it. Because I certainly don't play it. But I may be walking along and she's talking. And that's the beauty of live podcasting because shit occurs. It's like somebody's like, oh, I got to come through and do some laundry. I'm doing a podcast. I know, but it's got to be done now for reasons and because. And when I talk about Taylor Swift, I think I was talking about Taylor Swift. I don't even know anymore. Anyway, Taylor Swift, generic, boring. I think Nazis like her. She's just, I, you look at her. She's not sexy. 
I think she's pretty in an objective sense. Okay, she's got, you know, all her parts, they're in proportion, no visible scars, not a lot of pustules. She's okay, but that's it. She's just okay. She's not sexy. She doesn't make you go, oh, yeah. Now, me, of course, I'm a connoisseur of the Latin heat, so I, I, demand, uh, I demand a higher level of sexuality rather than the kind of uh, cold Norwegian vibe that Taylor Swift emanates, which is basically, you know, you're my sexy stick figure of boredom. And uh, no, I, that's not, that's not how the K-Dog rolls. Maybe you, maybe you're all like, no, Taylor Swift's hot. I think she's a fireball of sensual sexuality and stuff by the way she cries and talks a lot. I don't know. Uh, she reminds me of the kind of girl a bulwark guy would want if a guy like Ta- a girl like Taylor Swift would talk to a loser who worked on the bulwark. Why am I always focused on the bulwark? Because they're fucking losers, and I hate them, and they, I despise them, and they're sexually inadequate, and I, I just want to mock them because they're so freaking stupid. Anyway, uh, Taylor Swift and Cats. Remember memories like a. That's all I know. I just know memory, and it's a movie about cats. It's the worst reviewed movie ever, um, apparently. And it's like it's got all these people dressed as sexy cats, which now that's what I'm told. They're like, oh, they're cats, and they're very sexual. And I'm like, what is this? A giant furry film? Are all these weirdos dressed up as cartoon foxes going to be showing up in the theater? Going, I really want to see cats. Looks hot. Meow. I'm getting so yiffy over this. Rawr. I want to see cats. Me and Larry O'Connor. You guys know Larry O'Connor. Radio host. Fellow Breitbart guy. Loves musical theater. I think me and Larry should go. Buy ourselves a bottle of Macallan 18. It's Macallan 18 you want. Because you start getting like the 24. It gets a little. It's kind of kind of mellows a little too much. You get the 12. It's a little peaty. 18 is uh, just fiery and feisty enough. So anyway, me and uh, me and uh, Larry score some McAllen 18, fire down some shots, like about 20 each, go see cats. That'd be pretty amazing. Somebody would have to drive us home. His wife, my wife, who's Latin and hot, uh, somebody's driving us home. But anyway, okay. So we've now covered Taylor Swift, and I think we've covered, I think we've gone as far as we can with uh, Pete Buttigieg's new friend, um, Kevin Costner. So, whatever happened to Kevin Costner? Oh, yeah. He started doing things like supporting Pete Buttigieg, and now he's kind of a like, Mom, who was Kevin Costner? I don't know. I think he was in Waterworld, which shows his good judgment. He was in The Postman, too. Who'd he choose for president? Well, he likes Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Well, then Pete Buttigieg is probably a fucking asshole, because... Cause, Cause, Kevin Costner was was in Waterworld and and in the Postman. He doesn't know shit. He's a he's kind of a dipshit, really. Pete Buttigieg, right? Um, he he's at this debate this week at Loyola Marymount, which I I went to the law school of it, which is not out in the nice area where Loyola Marymount it's down Skid Row. Anyway, so they're at Loyola debating, masterly debating, um, with a different Pete Buttigieg. His big thing is uh, he, he kind of wants to uh, give free money to illegal aliens who we've been mean to and then let them back in our country. 
That's the thing. America, we have a problem. We haven't given enough of your money to people whose asses shouldn't even freaking be here in the first place. How's that sound? But, you know, Elizabeth Warren had her own thing. She wants to go read the names of all transgender uh, or trans men or trans women. I'm not even sure what the fuck she wants to do. She wants to read their names if they've been murdered out in the uh, Rose Garden. And I'm thinking, well, you know. Maybe if our troops who die in the defense of their country uh, forget which frickin' toilet to use, maybe maybe they can get a recommendation from uh, sitting Bolshevik. Uh, maybe some of the cops who actually defend us from you know major Democrat constituencies like criminals, uh, maybe they can get some re- you know maybe they can uh, uh, get some recognition from uh, you know uh, this uh, fake Comanche if you know they suddenly. Start going, I have a penis, but I'm a chick. Yeah, whatever. People are saying, the worst one was uh, Joe Biden, Gropey Jay, father of uh, his son, Lil Crackpipe. Um, he gets up and, and you know, the, the guy goes, in order to uh, have a green future, would you destroy hundreds of thousands of jo- American jobs? Hell yeah, you bet. The answer is yes. <clears throat> oh, Joe, great. You know, I don't, you know, let, 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 let's destroy the livelihoods of hundreds of thousands of hardworking Americans out in America, not in Democrat voting areas, not now, um, because the weird weather cultists in San Mo- Santa Monica and Manhattan want a sacrifice. Have you ever noticed all this bullshit about climate change? Climate change is a fucking hoax. Okay, it is a hoax. And I know you don't like science. Okay, can a man become a woman by cutting off his penis? Yes. Okay, well, yeah, I'm the one who hates science. Anyway, climate change is a fraud. When I get, send me a goddamn memo when I get my ice age. Send me a freaking note. Hey, Kurt, here's your ice age. They've been promising you in the 70s. Finally showed up. See, science works. We're never wrong. Just takes a while. Nope, ain't ever gonna happen. It's a hoax. Anyway, have you ever noticed the sacrifice always comes from you? It's always your fault. You're the one who's fucking up the temperature. You're the guy who's screwing it up. Not, uh, you know, not the, not the, not the guys flying on uh, private jets to Davos um, uh, to have uh, the world's worst orgies and shit and Switzerland or wherever the hell Davos is. Um, ooh, Davos orgies. Hey, look, is that Soros? Yeah. Look at his wrinkled testicles. Hot! Davos orgies. Get that image going in your head. But yeah, yeah, look, you can tell climate change is a joke because what's required to ameliorate alleged climate change is every single policy prescription the leftists haven't been able to put through in the past. Everything they've always wanted to do is suddenly like, now it's an emergency because it's going to help the temperature. We've got to give reparations to to, to, to to people. And that's going to make the temperature change because of reasons. And shut up, science-denying racist. I'm, I'm baffled. Do these people believe this shit? Or are they just so amazingly cynical and so so uh, able to stick with a lie that as a lawyer, I should be like 
you know, professionally impressed by their shit. I should be like, wow, man, you pulled that deception off. Great. But the, the thing that scared me, they might actually believe it. You look at some fucking idiot like Lawrence Tribe. Remember him? He used to be a constitutional scholar and then never Trump came along and now he's just a Twitter dipshit. And he just says the most insane things. And you're thinking, I don't know if he's drunk. I just hope he's drunk. Because then there's a freaking excuse. I don't know. I don't know. Shit's stupid. And sometimes stupid shit's worse than stupid. Sometimes it gets people killed. Let's uh, let's talk about the giant white supremacist hand gesture scandal at the Army-Navy game. Apparently there's some called the circle game, which I've never heard of. Um, where you, you make a circle with your finger and you look at it. And a bunch of dipshits on Twitter... Uh, these fucking assholes who hate our military anyway started saying, well, these cadets are all, they're, they're doing the circle game or making the finger thing. And uh, they, they're clearly white supremacists, even though there was like a black guy doing it too. But, you know, he's probably white supremacist too because, you know, maybe he was trans white. I don't know the details. And, you know, there's two options at this point for the chain of command. And I was a colonel. And I've done investigations and stuff. Stupid ones, too. I've done stupid ones. Nothing like this. The, the, the commandants could have gone in two ways. One, they could have said, well, this is, oh my gosh, there's a, there's a giant scandal here. We'd better investigate and take valuable resources and give this, these claims credibility. Or they could have said, no, this is bullshit. We're not doing nothing. Now, my choice would have been, no, this is bullshit. We're not doing nothing. But they're racist and sexist and imperialist. Shut up. You're stupid. We're not going to even give you, you know, the the credibility of, of, of investigating your freaking bone yank charge. It's so transparently stupid. We are not going to dishonor ourselves and make ourselves look ridiculous by taking your bullshit seriously. That was option A. The other option was, oh my God, we should should give it, we should submit and do an investigation. Which do you think these fucking assholes took? It was number two. Well, we have to investigate. Now, the investigator came back a few days later and said, no, this is not a thing. Wasn't a thing. Which everyone knew from the beginning. If I was Donald Trump, and I am not Donald Trump, but I could be if I so chose to identify. But if I was Donald Trump, I'd fire the whole fucking chain of command. I would fire the commandant all the way down. Anybody who had any do, any any role in this decision to confer credibility on these oxygen thieves who tried to Covington these cadets. I would have fought. I would say, this is it. Now on, you are not going to play their game. You are not going to uh, entertain their kerfuffles. You are not going to play the role they set out for you, which is to be scandalized by their bullshit. Here is the operative phrase. Fuck you. I I saw them. They were wearing hats. And hats are a symbol of racism because racists have worn hats in the past. And I think I think they're all racist in the army because they have hats. What are you, you going to do about it? Well, sir, 
I, I've heard your uh, I've heard your complaint, and my response is simple: Go fuck yourself. What? Go fuck yourself. Perform a sexually difficult, challenging act that's anatomically risky. Perform that on yourself. We're not going to play along with your fucking bullshit. Uh, that is what I would have done. That's what the president should have done. We've, look, here's the solution to these sons of bitches. Stop taking them seriously. Stop giving them power. J.K. Rowling... Well, of course, she's got more money than God, so it's kind of easy for her. She didn't do what Mark Hamill did. Some other Hollywood stars uh, liked her statement. And then they, they ran it back because they're pussies. Um, but J.K. Rowling's like, I got, I got plenty of money. No, I, I still think uh, women are women and men are men. Too fucking bad. Hey, I got, hey, if you don't like it, <laughs> suck on my wand. Um, the, the, the bottom line is... As conservatives, you know, not just our military, but as, as conservatives ourselves, we need to unleash the power of the middle finger. Stop pretending these people are bullshit artists. Stop treating them as if these aren't freaking power grabs designed to make you submit. Because if you start reacting to them on a serious level, you're going to start censoring yourself. And you're going to stop doing what you need to do, which is pointing out their unbelievable bullshit at every opportunity. Now, let's get more on the military tip. Let's take it one step further. On uh, on the 19th, December 19th, I wrote a town hall article called Let's Get the Hell Out of Afghanistan. It's only because I couldn't write one called Let's Get Our Asses Out of Afghanistan. We need to do it right now. And it's a tough article for me to write because, you know, I was Army colonel. Um, I don't like the idea of leaving something undone. But here's my problem. I don't know what the hell we're supposed to do. You know, I went through 27 years in the military. I graduated from the Army War College. Yeah, me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not one of their distinguished graduates, apparently. Um, having it beaten into my head that you don't go into a conflict without an objective. You got to know what your end state is. What are you trying to achieve? Somebody tell me what we're trying to achieve in Afghanistan. Well, we're trying to win. No, that's, that's not an end state. That's a, that's a cliche. Well, we're trying to establish a, a place where pe- the, the Afghans can be the very best Afghans they want to be. Nope, don't, nope. That, a, that's not objective. That's also cliche. But more importantly, that's bullshit. Afghanistan's not our freaking problem. Now, we spent a lot of time there. We went in there to kill a bunch of Al-Qaeda guys. We killed them uh, in great heaps, and that's awesome. But then somebody got the idea, hey, let's take these 7th century tribesmen and turn them into a bunch of uh, young founding fathers. Now, it, Shockingly, it didn't work. Shockingly, it's become a giant pit of money and blood uh, that has left us with nothing. And, and I got to tell you, I've talked to a lot of my military folks, and they all, all the ones I've talked to agree with me. I, I am sure there are ones who don't. Their views are important. I respect them uh, because, you know, they've walked the walk, and, you know, maybe they come to different conclusions. But I got to tell you, the vast majority of folks are like, right on, Kurt. Right on. We need to get the hell out of there. Now, there are some good arguments. Well, they may, you know, terrorists may come back. Well, that's true. So may we. You know, if the Taliban takes over, Taliban right now has essentially wilderness. 
nothing to bomb. They start taking over cities. They've got stuff to lose. They've got places we can hit them. They've got problems because they're now centralized. They are now targets. So maybe they've got a little incentive. And I'm not saying we don't buy them off a little bit. I'm not saying we don't give them some guns to go, you know, one, you know, faction A to go kill faction B. I, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not saying we don't do that. I'm saying we get our troops out. Um, the other thing is, what about the guys who fought with us? Well, some guys fought with us, and I think we should take care of them. If they, you know, you really stood by the Americans, we either arm you so you're okay there, or we bring you here. I don't think that's wrong. Um, a lot of guys were only way too happy to take our dough and take our dough and continue to take our dough. They're not our allies. They think we're suckers, in large part because we have been suckers. Now, some people are going to say, well, what message does it send? That after 17 years, you know, of, of fighting at our side, America's going to suddenly leave. And I, I think it sends a great message. I think the message that if after 17, 18 years, you can't get your shit together and fight your own freaking war, yeah, we're going to leave. I think that's a pretty fucking good message. I think that's a, called an incentive program. I think we need to do that more often. Hey, dude. After a while, the tap's going to run dry. Right? Get your shit together and win your freaking war. Yeah, I, th I think that's a pretty good message. I think that's one we should be sending. We should have sent it a long time ago. Hey, guys. If you if it ain't worth you freaking fighting and winning, sure as hell ain't worth a bunch of guys from Nebraska and Idaho and Florida and, and, and Marilyn coming over there and dying. So if it's really worth, if your country's really worth fighting for, go fucking fight for it. All right. So anyway, we've covered a lot today. Uh, I think we've shared a lot of feelings. Uh, I probably annoyed a lot of people. That's good because I want to, because this is, uh, this is Stream of Consciousness with Kurt Schleier. I may, I, may, I may change the name of this to Stream of Consciousness with a K. Stream of Kurtzness. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. But right now, it's unredacted with Kurt Schlichter here on Town Hall VIP. I will check it out. Or you check it out. And I will see you next week. <laughs>